from the west to the east. I'm Sherry Christensen from Alberta. And I'm Jake Rose from New Brunswick. Welcome to Embrace the Green. Okay, it's starting. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of Embrace the Grain in 2021. Hi, Jake. Hey, Sherry. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well. How are things with you? They've been kind of crazy over the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of uh, running around. Uh, no, we didn't do much of that because we're, we were on lockdown, but it was, uh, right. uh, I thought, well, it was a good time to uh, upgrade my equipment. Tonight is the last recording with the old computer. Exciting. The new one arrived, but it's still not set up, and my microphone is coming tomorrow. So next time we'll be starting all fresh with no problems, right? <laughs> yeah, we can we can cross our fingers. Uh, I, uh, uh, I hope so. <laughs> so yeah, anything? Did you oh, get anything exciting uh, for your um, photography over Christmas? Yeah, I got uh, I got two photography related gifts. I got a uh, a new leather strap from uh, Do North Leather. Nice. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful strap. I'm uh, I'm really liking it so far. And uh, my other gift is a uh, a photo book. It's uh, Steve McCurry's uh, The Iconic Photographs. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, you know how it goes sometimes on Amazon. You uh, you see the picture on the uh, on the web page, and you say, "Oh, that looks like a, a good size book," and it shows up, and it's you know the size of my chest and weighs <laughs> about ten pounds. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a beautiful book, and I uh, I look forward to uh, kind of skimming through that in the future. What about sounds, you? Sounds like that's going to take you a little while. <laughs> yeah, it is uh it is a hefty book for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got exactly one photography related gift over the holidays as I got a bright blue Instax mini. That's fun. But I I had a Instax mini the classic Neo. But this one'll be more fun, you know, maybe um, my grandson can play with it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not I, like they did give me the gift receipt. If you've got one, you can take it back. When I no, I think I'll keep it. Yeah. Who doesn't want a nice, pretty blue Instax Mini? Yeah. Well, I like blue. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. But that that other than that, um, my secret Santa from Emulsive. Uh, I've been keeping in touch with him. It still hasn't arrived, but it's coming all the way from the UK. And he mailed it in lots of time. It's just probably stuck somewhere in Canada Post. Yeah, I mean, uh, this time of the year, the postal workers are are swamped, you know, in a, in a regular year. And this year, you add the... Uh, the COVID complications on top of it, and it's it yeah. was just a mess this year. But uh, hopefully, you get that soon. Well, he provided tracking and everything, but it isn't isn't really moving or anything. And once it gets international over into, it's in Canada because Canada to Post doesn't track international in. So it's in Canada somewhere. And when I was in the post office the other day, the lady who works there said that a couple of the uh, main stations had had corona outbreaks. So uh, it's going to be even slower for a little bit. 
Yeah, that's kind of the pain, but I guess it is uh, It is what it is. Yeah, I feel bad for them. It's really hard, and people are c- complaining to them, and they're doing the best they can, so it's just hard to be patient sometimes. Yeah, and uh, especially at this time of the year, but uh, I guess we kind of have to give them the benefit of the, of the doubt this year. But I, ha- I do have to say this. My Santa was very good keeping in touch, asking if it had arrived, and it just wasn't a bad Santa. Yeah, this is my uh, my second year doing uh, the Emulsive Secret Santa, and I got a, a beautiful little gift package. Uh, I, I got a couple zines, a couple, uh, couple beautiful prints, and uh, a couple more uh, Instax prints, actually. Uh, I, th- I think they were taking in, taken in Taiwan, and it's just uh, just so gorgeous. But uh, yeah, it's it's always so much fun, and uh, I think it's pretty rare to be disappointed when you're taking part in that. Yeah, it's usually a ton of fun, and you never know who you're gonna get. Yeah, and uh, it's it's funny. Uh, I actually got somebody that I knew this year, which. Uh, which typically isn't something that happens, but uh, I guess that just shows you how small the world is. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I had to laugh one year. I got one person out in the eastern part of Canada, and he got me. We we just yeah, exchanged. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's definitely even more odd than my situation, <laughs> for sure. But it's all fun. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's always a blast. Uh, like uh, like some other people I've heard uh, also didn't exactly abide by uh, by the rules that were set this year. But uh, hopefully next year the uh, the rules can go back to uh, to the way they used to be. I did not abide by the rules. I sent my Santa something in a flat rate box. It's not going to fit in a mail slot. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't go international either. It was within Canada, and I thought, well, if I do it around the first of the month, it'll be there in lots of time. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing, and uh, I actually didn't get mine out until the the ninth or the tenth of December, and it uh, miraculously got there on time. But uh, yeah, it's certainly a wonder with the way uh, the post is these days. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, I guess, uh, it's a new year. It's 2021. Do you have any projects or plans on tap for the year? Uh, I guess I've definitely been thinking about it, but, uh, no concrete plans as of now. Uh, one thing that I'd really like to do this year, and I've been saying I, I would put one out for the last couple of years, but, yeah, I think 2021 is going to be the year I finally do a zine. Oh, wow. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not sure when I'm going to have the time to get that together or <laughs> uh, I guess the motivation to get it together. But uh, it's definitely something that I'm uh, I'm going to try to pursue in 2021. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? Um, probably all I'm going to manage to accomplish is to shoot my frugal film project. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to, uh, participating in that. You're in that one too, aren't you? I am, yeah. hmm Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to, uh, it being, um, just a Facebook group now, so it's so much less work for me and uh, I'm actually really looking forward to it yeah I mean it uh, it shouldn't be any more of a burden than it has to no well it, when I had less kids to look after it was uh, more time so now I only have two days to myself and if you want to shoot and then the rest of the week you have to catch up on all the, like the th- fun stuff like the laundry and the grocery shopping Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, so, it's it's tough to find the time 
Yeah, by the some days by the end of the day it's like, okay, I'm pooped. I just want to relax and go to bed. And some days it's like, okay, I can go down and develop a little bit of film. But you know, you have to find you have to budget your time that you're going to actually complete it. Right. And I found for last year, I maybe had taken on a couple more things than I should have. And I felt rushed and I didn't enjoy it because it was stress. And I thought, no, this year I'm just going to do the one and enjoy it. Yep. No, I think that's a good plan, Sherry. Yeah. So there isn't a whole lot on tap. And it's... uh, just keep a camera handy and shoot lots of snapshots is the other thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's something that we should all strive for is, uh, is more, more family photos or photos of daily life in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and I've got lots of these plastic, fantastic autofocus things that, you know, I could leave one loaded sitting on the table and whenever the moment comes by, you just snap and go yeah no uh it's uh it's real important to to document uh family life i know uh like just uh just the other weekend i was at my uh my grandmother's place and we were uh we were going through some family photos and like there were so many photos of just like monotonous moments that you know you would never think like, oh, I I would love to have a picture of that. But looking back, it's like, wow, it's it's so amazing just to see, you know, people living their everyday life, you know, totally candid, unposed. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, definitely memories worth preserving. No kidding, you know, uh, even uh, watching like the newest little guy here grow up like today he's trying to crawl and like he's five months old already and I only have snapped a few photos of him I need to get off my duff and (laughs) (laughs) get on with this because he's going to be on the move soon so yeah yeah Yeah. no you better uh, you better capture it while it's there (laughs) yeah yeah even well, I've got a few cell phone shots, but I, I want to get more film shots of him, so. Yeah, no, maybe this winter will be a good time to get that sort of thing done. Yeah, for sure, because he's here five days of the week, so. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. But uh, other than that, not much on the go for me this year. It's no. going to be a little more relaxing, and I find I do enjoy it more and do a better job with it when I'm more relaxed. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's totally understandable. It's, uh, it's not a good feeling when you, uh, when you can kind of feel things, you know, going over your head and it can be definitely hard to catch up sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Even, uh, Dan mentioned, you know, when we turned in those, twin lens reflex uh project he says you're the first one to have them in and i says i got them all done and i just sat down and finished up the contact sheets that you requested and just sent them in so it was off my plate and i don't need to worry about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah no uh that's the way i looked at it too it uh it took me all summer to uh to get those roles done but uh no it was a it was a blast to take part in and i'm glad that i uh, i had the opportunity to do that i yeah i really enjoyed it but it was the point of uh okay i was i had set myself there's three roles we had to shoot so i set one a week that's doable yeah but then i procrastinated on developing them right and i my tank only holds one roll of 120. So then you're spending the whole afternoon developing them. Whereas if I would have shot it and developed it, shot it and developed it, 
and shot it and developed it, and even if I scanned all three at once, it would have been a lot less stress. Right, yeah. However, I have, uh, oh, I have to say, I bought myself a Christmas present, one that holds two rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new Patterson tank that holds three rolls of 35 and two rolls of 120. Yay. No, uh, I've got one of those myself, and uh, it's it's probably the tank that I use the most. Yeah, yeah. So, they hold one liter, right? Yeah, the three-roll tanks yeah. do hold the liter, yeah. Yeah, because that's the kit I've been buying is the one liter. I'm even cheap enough, cheap enough that I'd spl- when I mixed it, I'd split it and store half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a bad idea, honestly. Because, you know, it's in the dark in my basement where it's cool. It, it kept. You know, you could keep it for six months mixed up down there. And every once in a while, give it a little shake. And, yeah. yeah. Instead of depleting the entire one one liter, I was, okay, being cheap, being frugal. How's that? <laughs> yeah, how about just being smart? <laughs> I uh, I got that idea from you uh, with the HC110 as well. I uh, I took the one liter and split it up into uh, into four 250 milliliter bottles, and uh, it's been over a year since I've, uh, I've I've split that up, and it's still going strong. Yeah, so is mine. It, and I did write down when it was supposed to expire, and that was a year ago, and the stuff's still good. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is a new formula, but... Uh, oh, no, I have the old gooey one. You've got the old gooey stuff, yeah. yeah. No, I've uh, I've got the uh, the old, or the newer stuff, rather, sorry. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little less viscous, but uh, as far as I can tell, it's the same. And I only, well, actually, my bad... I guess this this is still the first bottle of uh, HC110 that I'm on. That's how long it uh, the friggin' thing lasts. Yeah, me too. I bought it in 2018, and I'm not even halfway through. Yeah, no, I uh, I bought mine. It would have been late January uh, this time last year. So, and I'm I'm on the last bottle now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. But I do shoot less black and white. But that's another thing. I kind of, with this frugal thing, it forced me to actually shoot black and white. Right. I don't know. I, I Starting out, I chose Kentmere 400 for my cheap film. And um, I read uh, a blog. I think it was from, on Ali's, Ali's Vintage Camera. Oh, gosh, yeah. I can't remember now. I think it was. And she oh, had uh, used it at 800 ISO. Okay, yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe I should try that. That might be perfect for, you know, like winter when it's so dark and gloomy. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and it's supposedly made to by uh Kent Mayer's made by Harmon which is kind of Ilford isn't this maybe kind of a clone or an older formula of HP5 maybe yeah they're uh, they're definitely not the same but they're uh, they're similar I mean it's uh they're both 400 speeds they're both kind of like a fairly coarse green it's it's definitely not fine but uh I don't know, uh, H, uh, sorry, Kentmere, uh, just kind of, uh, behaves a little bit different to my eye, maybe a little, a little bit less in the mid-tones, I would say. Because I do, I do like, uh, the HP5 shot at 800 for the contrast. Yeah, um, I'm personally not a big fan of, uh, HP5 and 35 millimeter, but, uh, that stuff in 120 uh, pushed to 800. The uh, the contrast and like just how blacks the black get. Uh, it's it's just uh, it's an awesome uh, awesome way to shoot that film. That one can even go up to 1600, no problem. 
in 120. Yeah, no, I've never, uh, I've never gotten that adventurous with, uh, no. with the pushing. Uh, I have pushed Trix to, uh, to 1600 a couple of times, but, uh, but that's the only thing I've, uh, I've pushed that far. I've done the HP five in 120 to 1600 before. And I don't go over 800 in 35 because it just gets too grainy and it, yeah. it doesn't look as good. No, no, I uh, I find the uh, the 120 is uh, I wouldn't call it fine green, but you definitely don't notice the uh, the green as much, and it's uh, it just seems to be much sharper overall than it is in 35 millimeter, which I guess makes sense. You know what I find really odd is the first time I tried it, I was still sending my film out to labs to be developed. And when they came back, shot at 800, I hated it. It was really grainy and the tones were blah. I just, I hated the entire role. Right. So then I tried it and did it myself. And I got the black blacks that I like. And I had the mid-tones and I had the shadows and I was just wondering, you know, if maybe the lab had scanned it lighter and I should maybe dig that negative out and try rescanning it and see what it really looks like. Yeah, I mean, uh, just speaking from personal experience uh, with the uh, with the Sony A7 uh, doing the whole negative lab pro uh, scanning setup, it's... Uh, it's pretty crazy how wildly different your uh, final scanning results can be just uh, just based on your settings. You know, and this is someone else's eye, so they don't know what I was actually looking for when I shot it. Yep. No. Versus when I sit down into it, I know what I'm looking for, like what I want it to look like in the end. And yeah. for color, color I like when it things are bright and you know the colors are popping and the things aren't dark but for black and whites i like them dark and contrasty and moody <laughs> i'm uh, i'm in the same boat with you sherry i'm a, i'm a big fan of contrast and i think that's why i like uh, triax and double x so much yeah i i had um i have finished up my final rolls of Triax for the 2020 Frugal Film Project and I ended up with two rolls of curly film. I'd never had it curl on me before. And I got thinking, you know, it's probably because it's not summertime and there's less humidity. Usually I shoot it in the summer and there's more humidity and it would always dry flat. No, Sherry, you're absolutely right. That's uh, that's a prime reason why uh, a film will curl like that. Because uh, just speaking from personal experience, anytime I shoot a lot of tracks, and anytime I get uh, a bit of a curl, what I do is I will uh, hang the film up in my bathroom and run the shower uh, full blast hot for a couple minutes to get it nice and steamy in there, and then I'll. Uh, I'll shut the door and leave the film in there for an hour or two, and it's completely flat by the time I uh, I take it down. I have to say, I, I was on a time crunch because I was running late. And <laughs> I thought, ah, I'll just throw it in the pack on. That'll squish it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe something like that would, uh, would kind of do better with curly film. Oh, yeah, it does. It just it gets it in there and it flattens it right out. The scans were fine. And I thought, okay, yeah. good to go. No, uh, no speaking from a, a flatbed scanner background and uh, I guess still with the A7, I'm, sc- I'm scanning flat on a surface. There's nothing worse than uh, trying to scan curly film. Mm-hmm. I have scanned in the V600. I had one roll of expired Lomo 800 that I shot for a test in a camera and it curled so bad it wouldn't even stay in the holders. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's never a good time. No, that's that's when I went in and invested in the uh, museum glass, and actually, that's what I use all the time in it now. No, that's a uh, that's a great idea. I uh, back when I scanned using my uh, my V five fifty, I used uh, museum glass as well, and at least with the uh, the Epson software. The only downside was that it, uh, the software would no longer recognize the frames, but, uh, yeah, it just does such an awesome job of, uh, of keeping the film flat. And obviously you never have an issue with, uh, Newton rings as long no. as your film is completely flat. Yeah, exactly. And I also found the one benefit to that is if you have, say, a, 110 or 126 or even an APS negative you can scan them yeah exactly it's uh you don't have to have a, a specific uh holder to uh to scan the film yeah exactly so anyways so what uh film did you choose for frugal so uh first uh i'm gonna go with Tri-X. I, I kind of mauled over it a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's a waste to shoot color first because everything here is, you know, different shades of uh, white, gray, and brown. But uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to wait to shoot color in the summer and it's going to be gold. Cool. Cool. So I I thought about doing uh, Kodak Gold, but then I thought I've done that already. So a few years ago, when I was down in Arizona and they were clearing out the WalMarts of their film, I stocked up. And I've got this massive box in the deep freeze of this Fuji Superior 400. <laughs> Nice. And it was four rolls for $7. I remember wow. distinctly. Four rolls for $7. Okay. Well, I found out why they were clearancing them. They were fresh, but they got a new box a couple months later, and the boxes are now white, so they didn't want the green boxes on the shelf anymore. <laughs> well, uh, lucky you, I guess. Yeah, no kidding. Now, when I last year when I went down there, it was like, 17 something for the same thing and i'm going wow that's american no i got a box of this at home <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh usually you don't find that great of prices in uh in drug stores or anything like that but uh yeah geez seven dollars for four rolls of superior is a fantastic deal yeah yeah, it was. And uh, I think the same year Freestyle had it on for like $2 and something. I think wow. Monette had bought that the first year for uh, Frugal. And that's what she shot. And yeah, that's what it was. It was short dated, which that's fine. It's going to last past the date. Absolutely. And uh, occasionally they'll have sales on and... I'm lucky I can just get them to mail it to mom's house and they'll do it. Okay. Cause I, I phoned down there the first time before I put an order in and I said, I'm coming down. I don't want to x-ray my film. Can I just get you to ship it to where I'm going to be staying for two weeks? And sure. No problem. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, it was yeah. good customer service. So once Absolutely. a year, once a year, they get an order from me. <laughs> so if I don't think it'll be this year, I don't plan on going. No, that's uh, that's totally understandable. Dad's yeah. going to go down and check his property down there and he might stay for a little while. He says he's going to look into seeing if he can get the vaccine. Oh, okay. So... I don't know how long he'll be down for, so but I don't think myself I will stay home. No, me too, Sherry. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. But uh yeah, one thing that I uh I kind of really miss uh is going to Maine all the time because uh you know, being in New Brunswick here, I'm uh I'm just over an hour from uh, the Maine border and uh and I actually have a a PO box over there and I would get stuff shipped over there all the time just because, you know, as Canadians, we uh we seem to get really shafted with international shipping. Oh uh, no kidding. Yeah. But uh but obviously with uh with Crown and stuff like that, yeah, I haven't been able to get over to Maine since oh geez. Probably November twenty twenty one, I would say. Or sorry, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well it yeah. wouldn't be twenty twenty one. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, uh yeah, I guess hopefully, well, maybe maybe this year if we're lucky. Yeah, the COVIDs are finally starting to go down here. So we went off enhanced status today, but we're still on lockdown. So Yeah, and uh, we're going in the opposite direction, unfortunately. We've we've oh. been uh we've been pretty lucky. We have a pretty low population here, but uh yeah, we have over 50 new cases in the last two days, and we're uh, we're back on lockdown. Yeah, yeah, it uh, takes uh, 11 people, 11 active cases to put us on on the enhanced status where we are. So that tells you the population isn't very big. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, so we were down to eight today, finally. So we. But during the holidays, it was like 24, so it was quite high. Right. Yeah, no, we were we were below 20 before the holidays and New Year's and all that, and now we are up above 80, unfortunately. Oh, no. But so. uh, it is what it is, I guess. Hopefully uh, things will be... We, things will be better in two weeks when they uh, mm-hmm. reevaluate things. You know, it's it's funny throughout the holidays. I was watching, you know, how people were complaining that Christmas was canceled and all this stuff. It, really, it wasn't. And I had to give the premier credit is on Christmas Day, he opened up the lockdown for people who are single and are living alone. He says suicide numbers are higher than the COVID numbers, and he didn't want the number to climb because they had to spend the day by themselves. So he opened it up for a couple days that they could go to someone that had been in their social bubble before and spend the day. Okay. And he did that for like Christmas and New Year's Eve. So that wasn't so bad. So, and then just little things like, um, Nothing's going on when everything's closed. So the neighbors had plowed off their field and went and bought a whole bunch of fireworks and invited all their friends and two people invite two people. And pretty soon when nothing's going on, there's a lot of people out there. (laughs) And everybody just sat in their car and there was probably at least 150 cars out sitting in the field. Oh, wow. And, you know, like nobody was intermingling or anything, but it was still something to do and to celebrate. I thought, what a great idea they had. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's a great idea. And, of course, like a dunce, I forgot my camera. (laughs) Yes. No, you're like me. You you only have a a camera on you when the big moment is passed. Well, I I thought, well, I'm going to try my cell phone. We'll see how it does. So I used it. It actually did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, the way cell phones are these days, it's uh, it's almost, you know, in some regards, better than a DSLR because, I mean, geez, you can slip it in your pocket and still get, you know, pretty great image quality. I didn't need a tripod and a remote. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, no, it's I just, yeah. required. 
Yeah, held that thing out there, and you, you know, if you could sit, stand steady enough, and opened the window and kind of half hung out the window with my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, no. What's the saying? Of the best camera you have is the one you have with you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, it's probably a good place to take a little break and. Uh, save this recording and so far the old computer is still chugging along so we don't want to jinx anything and maybe we better save this yeah that's a good call <laughs> so we will be right back for your free tickets to the jerry springer show in chicago call 312-321-5365 And we are back. So I put out a question to the Facebook group and asked everybody question for the next show. Did you set a New Year's resolution for your photography? Or start a project for the year? Tell us your plans. So go ahead, Jake. Yeah. So, uh, so the first comment that we got was from Sam Warner, and he said, I had an idea today of using 52 different cameras for the year, then doing a book. That's so Sam. That's all I have to say is that's so Sam. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that is, uh, he uh, put a little picture down below of his camera collection. Uh, that is, uh, that is quite the, the collection of cameras, Sam. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm sure he has more. Yeah. Yeah, I think he uh, he definitely has enough to do uh, to 52 cameras in a year and then maybe a little bit more. Yeah, he could maybe do two years worth. <laughs> hey, well, you can never have enough cameras, Sam. Well, Sam, let us know when you put your book out. I definitely want a copy. Absolutely. So, um, Jess Hobbs had to say, I actually had... A a lot of hopes for 2021. 2020 taught me not to make plans. If it's <laughs> going to be my year of experimentation with different films, developers, and hopefully some alternate processes. I'll be doing another 52 role project this year too, and I'd like to get into large format as well. And I'm hoping to be disciplined enough to put out a zine and hopefully a book by the end of the year. Wow. Yeah, sounds like uh sounds like a great plan for the year, Jess. Uh looking forward to uh to what you can come up with. Yeah, I'd love to hear uh see any zine or or even if you did get a book out, I'd definitely be in line to get a copy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Jess always uh puts out great work and I uh I definitely recommend anybody who hasn't seen her YouTube channel to uh to definitely give that a look. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, the next comment is from uh, George Griffin, and he says that uh, he had a project started last year but was uh, difficult to work on because uh, you know what? And uh, we definitely all know what, George. Uh, but uh, he's uh, hopeful that he can continue it this year. We, yeah. uh, we hope you can get it done this year, George. Yeah, and George has the On the Streets podcast. So if you haven't heard George's podcast, give it a listen. It's quite entertaining at times. Yeah, definitely check that out. So I've got uh, Pete Donovan. I am hoping to learn large format, shoot more film than I did in 2020. COVID really killed my spirit, and I worked a lot more than I wanted, and it decreased my creative processes. How many people, I know, I know for me, it did really kill off my creative process too. The COVID did. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm absolutely in the same boat. 
You know, I, mm. I said, that's what I said is I want to shoot more this year too. And the heck with it. Let's just put it aside and do this what it is and work with it. Yeah, no, the, uh, the big thing for me like this past year that kind of, kind of really put the damper on things was, uh, was online classes. It's, uh, I really miss, uh, miss the days when, you know, you could, uh, kind of forget about school when you left for the day and could do other things. But uh, when everything is online, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of not, uh, you know, it's not limited to one building. It's kind of everywhere. And uh, that follows uh, you home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, it definitely made it a little bit more difficult to get things done from a photography standpoint. And uh, speaking of school, you have finished. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, no, uh, right now I'm kind of uh, kind of doing the in-between thing. I've, uh, I'm, I've started to put my resume out there and hopefully am no longer employed, uh, no longer unemployed, I should say, uh, in the near future. All right, moving along. All right. Okay, I lost it here. Oh, here it is. <laughs> so the uh, so the next uh, comment is from Kevin Lean. Uh, he says, uh, "I have to print my uh, MF book. I'm not. Sh- that must be medium format. Oh, sorry, MF negatives. Yeah, definitely medium format negatives. And two, uh, produce a zine or book. Well, that'd be cool." I definitely like to see Kevin's book. And Kevin and his brother are one of the Shutter Brothers from Uncle Jonesy's podcast. Yeah, another uh, another great podcast that uh, that we uh, definitely recommend you check out if you haven't. For sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, Betsy Carl. Betsy Carl's like a sister from another mother. For me, we're just so alike, and we could get in so much trouble together. It wouldn't even be funny. But anyway, (laughs) Betsy says, like many, COVID, and the shutdown really killed my creativity. I'm hoping to get that back. I was recently given an enlarger and equipment. So 2021, I'd like to try printing. Yes, you definitely should try printing, Betsy. Yeah, no, I uh, I really wish I had the space to uh, to set up a dark room because I know I would definitely try and do that. Uh, it uh, it really looks like a lot of fun. I did pick. I do have a small and larger, but I haven't had the time to actually sit down and do it yet. But pretty soon, <laughs> maybe two thousand and twenty-two. There, there's a goal for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're making your and early I, uh, 2022 resolution. And Betsy can help me because she'll know how to do it. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the uh, the next comment is from uh, Marius Andre. And he said, uh, since I started doing my own development at home, I can get more discipline out of me and print a zine or two by the end of the year. I am not sure how much shooting I will be able to do since the situation is still uncertain about COVID-19. That is why I'm not setting a I will shoot more film stocks in 2021. This is what I said at the end of 2019, and uh, look what 2020 brought. (laughs) Lesson learned. Time to all get disciplined and uh, print a zine. Yeah, Marius, I, uh, I definitely know what you mean there. Uh, my goal for 2019 was to uh, to shoot more people pictures, and look what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't even remember what mine was. Yeah. No, I mean, with the way things were, it's uh, 2020, it felt like more than a year. There's a lot of stuff about the end of 2019 I don't remember, because I had hit my head so some of it just kind of 
went away. Yeah. And, yeah, so I kind of took a step back and really had to sit down and heal up. And I don't think I made myself a resolution because of that. Hey, that's, uh, that's totally understandable. Yeah, so we have Nick Orloff. I recently had the Pentax K1000 that my grandfather gave me in 1976 CL8. You could say it's my Genesis camera. It's part of the reason I'm in this group. I'm going to think up a roll a month project for it over the next week or two, still on summer holidays. Then get out shooting. And yeah, lucky Nick, he's on summer holidays because he lives in Australia. Yeah, I was going to say he must be from down under. Yeah, lucky yeah. guy. Yeah, it's I wish nothing I Nothing like could. summer here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I wish I could say I was on summer break right now. <laughs> so the uh, the next one is from Jack uh, Bulkley. He said, I joined the Frugal Film Project. I will be doing my own development, on, and I have a PPP zine to finish. PPP is the uh, Pandemic Photo Project. Oh, cool. Jeez. Yeah. We'd like to hear more about that when you get it done, Jack. Yeah, it should be interesting to copy. see. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, when this uh, when this whole thing kind of started, I uh, I said to myself, I'm going to really take this opportunity to to try and really document things and uh, the way things were in 2020. And I think I did a pretty poor job overall of reaching that goal. But uh, hey, uh, hopefully you do a better job than me, Jack. I did a really bad job of it. So. <laughs> It didn't happen here, remember? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I'll just tell myself that it happened. Yeah. Okay, Alex Lauk, he's from the Classic Camera Revival. He says, running a 52-roll project using my Nikon FM and Fomapan film, 400, 200, and 100. That will be turned into a book and doing a railroad project as well, which is for next year, the photo, photographic aspects of it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, sounds like, uh, sounds like a very interesting project. Does that you... mean Alex is going to have lots of reviews on FOMA pan film this year? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think that if he doesn't already, he definitely will in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no yeah i, I guess uh another thing to uh to shout out is uh alex's website uh i think uh i should get a, a url up here it's uh alex uh, dot com, but uh he has uh quite a lot of uh great reviews on there and uh, it's really helped me out personally a lot in the past. I don't know how many times where I've went and looked something up and it's brought up Alex's name. So, of course, I know who that is. So I'm going to go read it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, the next comment is from uh, Jamie Marcellus. And he says, I plan on exposing some dry plates and hope to make my own emulsion. Wow. Wowee. Yeah, that's, uh, that is definitely far beyond my, uh, my realm of, uh, comfortness, but, uh, I wish you the best, Jamie, and, uh, look forward to seeing your results. Yeah, I hope you'll share what, what you come up with, because, I know absolutely nothing about that stuff and I'm not going to pretend that I do because, but I do look at it and go, wow. Yeah. Some, um, and it's not something I'm going to even say someday I want to try it because I don't even want to try it. I'd rather just admire the people who do do it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 
I mean, shooting sheet film in general is is such an alien world compared to uh, to roll film, and then adding the the dry plate, uh, I guess, differences on top of it definitely makes it an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I I think it's from what I see, it's uh, it's worth the uh, I don't know, perhaps inconvenience. Because the the results are just so incredible. Yes. Uh, shout out to uh, Gaetan Cormier. Uh, he's in the negative positives group, and he has done some recent uh, photography with with uh, dry plates. And uh, yeah, it just uh, it's it's like nothing else, I guess you could say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So next we have Wayne Forwoods. For some small plans, listen to some podcasts while in the darkroom. Two, digitize my negs or prints so I can show some of my work online. Three, if the Ontario government ever gets off their butts going with the vaccines, then meet up with some other film shooters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in, the, I'm in the same boat, Wayne. If... Uh, if I could meet up with some film shooters in 2021, I would be a uh, very happy camper. You know, even if there wasn't COVID, there are no film shooters out here. So I have nobody to meet up with anyway. <laughs> I'd have to go out with the digital guys. Yeah. <laughs> digital is fine, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I'm, I'm in a small city, but... Uh, I I only know of one person in the city who shoots film, and uh, there's uh, one person uh, an hour away in St. John who uh, is also in negative positives. But uh, other than that, nobody as well. There is one person I know who shoots film that lives about an hour away from me, but he shoots large format and wet plate. Right. So... It's not really going to mix. <laughs> no, no, I guess you don't do much of that yourself, so... Uh, no. 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 He is no interested in 35 or 120 or anything like that, so, yeah, we don't really have a lot to talk about. <laughs> no, uh, I have a friend like that as well who, uh, you know, he sold all of his 35 millimeter cameras and only shoots uh, medium format and large format now, but... Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't think I could give 35 up. I actually prefer it over the medium format. Yeah. Myself. No, I'm not sure if it's just because of the way I shoot or because of the size of my hands or what it is, but it, I don't know. I prefer it. And since I only scan and print my photos myself, like, they're not going in a big art gallery where they're eight feet wide. Right. I don't need, like, I don't need the medium for, format negative. And if I'm going to shoot something that's going to be six feet wide, I can use my digital. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's totally fair. You know. Yeah. And I, I have to say, I have sold prints that were six feet wide so i know i can do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a big print it was huge the guy had a hard time getting it home in his wife's (laughs) suv (laughs) yeah yeah he should have uh should have rented a u-haul for that one (laughs) he (laughs) he funny because he had the seat cranked all the way up to the front (laughs) (laughs) yeah still, still quite not enough room Oh, no, he got it in there, and, and it, oh, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it was just hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, he probably thought maybe I should have went a foot smaller. <laughs> ah, yeah, I betcha. <laughs> yeah, All but right. uh, anyway, uh, on to the next comment. So uh, Dominique uh, Belanger says, uh, I'm not really sure. I stopped taking pictures in September because of work and lack of time. 
my goal for 2021 is to work less and enjoy life more. I'm grateful I have a job, but I calculated that it paid far less than minimum wage and can definitely not commiserate with experience or degree in the fall, and it was not enjoyable. Shoot more film, try to get back to my film, Project 365, uh, take more walks, send film out to be developed to ease stress and anxiety. Yeah. I think a lot of people in the last year felt a lot of stress and anxiety just over life in general had changed. Yeah. You know, no. and like I talked to a few people here and there and like as soon as the year ended, they were out of work with jobs. Like, yeah. It was pretty sad, you know, and like even in our little town like if they say they close um like say the hair salon for example well there's not enough work selling product to keep the entire staff on so as people are essentially out of work while the lockout lockdown is on and you know there's a lot of people like that and it's very stressful for everyone yeah it's a it's a tough situation all around that's for sure Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um the next comment is from Bob St. Cyr. And Bob has recently started his own podcast called Follow the Light. So if you haven't listened to him, I'm not sure if it's up on um, the major podcatchers yet because it's brand new. But it is available on the Anchor app for sure. Um it will it will the major ones will pick it up eventually and uh, if you haven't followed him give him a follow so bob says well it has become a custom for me to start the first day of each new year photographing with pinhole or a lens camera this year was pinhole the end of last year was also the second time i produced a zine so a year-end zine is starting to become a regular event. I'm hoping to continue with my project of photographing the changing, disappearing prairies with my large format camera and also some infrared film in small format and finally continue to develop my traditional photography podcast. So, yeah. It's yeah. cool that he started up a, a traditional photography podcast because it's there's a lot of info out there and there's room for lots of podcasts. Absolutely, yeah. There's uh, there's definitely no limit to uh, to what you can share with the uh, the film community. There's there's definitely always room for uh, for more podcasts, more. Uh, more magazines, more websites, or uh, or what have you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, did you see Bob's uh, photography with uh, with Aerochrome? I did. I did. Yeah. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, that is that is some seriously cool stuff. <laughs> and it is total Saskatchewan. <laughs> Yeah, I think Bob but, is is originally from Saskatchewan, so when he goes home to visit family, he has a chance to get out on the prairies. Yeah, and and like uh, like Bob said uh, to uh, to photograph the the changing and disappearing prairies, uh, like uh, I guess in his aerochrome, I think he had a few shots of some uh, some grain elevators, if I uh, recall correctly. Speaking of grain elevators, just before the holidays, um, one of the ladies in town had brought me a Kodachrome slide that was shot in the mid-1960s and asked if I could restore it and print her an 11 by 14 print. And so I scanned it and had a look at it and went, oh my, there's a lot of mold on this thing. Oh, darn. So I thought, well, I'll try. You know, worst comes to worst, you know, 
I can't do it. But uh, after two or three hours of sitting there and clicking clone, 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 <laughs> it came out. So I was able to print a pretty decent photo for her. And uh, I said to her, I said, it's a good thing that you got this restored because it's gone. And all four of those elevators that were in our little town are gone. Right. And I don't uh, ever remember there being four. I only remember three. Right. Yeah. No, it's uh it's sad. I mean pretty much every day we're we're losing old buildings and and that's why it's important to uh to get out there and uh and photograph them because you you never know when uh you know the next time you go there they could be in the process of tearing it down or same as the big old barns like in our profile picture there's yeah. getting to be so few of those people are robbing the wood off of them to make projects or i know one was starting to fall in so the owner actually went down and burnt it down he goes i don't want to be liable if somebody comes in here and starts taking the wood off it and it falls in on them right so they're slowly, slowly disappearing, and, and it's such a shame, because uh, I think they're beautiful. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's definitely something I should be doing, is, is going out and taking pictures of old barns. Uh, being in New Brunswick, uh, we're, I mean, mostly rural, and, I mean, you could drive for for 20 minutes on, on a back road and see probably two or three old barns, but... Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of a race against the clock type thing because like you were saying, I mean these things are disappearing all the time. Even the old schools, you know, I knew where there were two or three of them and and uh, not this past summer, but summer before I'd stopped cuz I had to run into town and pick something up. So I thought I'm a little bit early. I can take 5 minutes here and park in the approach and shoot from the road and get a couple pictures of it. I can maybe come back later. Well, the next time I went by, it was gone. Ah, shucks. So I, I do have a couple of them. So every time I see one, it, and it's like within our little municipality, and we're driving by, I make, like I make my husband, stop! <laughs> <laughs> back up! I'll be five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, that could be gone next year. <laughs> no, absolutely. absolutely. No. Which he doesn't yeah. mind either because we don't mind, you know, going, getting out on the back roads and just taking a drive and seeing what's out there. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. But he, pro absolutely. he probably gets annoyed with me yelling, stop. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's worth the stop for sure if you can... Uh, take a picture of some uh, some disappearing burns for sure yeah i definitely though never ever ever go off the roads or into the person's property because you don't know you know they could get upset or you you don't know so i just always respect everybody else's property and buildings and i don't go explore them or anything because you don't know what's like is there a well under there or you could yeah. fall in or is there a cellar under the building like you don't know no that's uh, that's very true have you uh have you had many encounters with uh with landowners no usually i know most everybody who owns everything and i phone them and say can i go out there and yeah they usually say yes, but, and they'll tell you if there is something out there. Right. So, yeah, but no, I, I don't. No, I, I've had a few run-ins where I've been, I've been taking pictures of, uh, of something on, on somebody's, well, I mean, it's not posted or, or, or anything, so it's not necessarily private property, but, uh, I've had people, you know, drive up to me, you know, in their in their pickup truck and kind of kind of give me weird looks, like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" <laughs> but, uh, I get 
I get those, and then they see it's just me carrying a camera. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. No. But, uh, uh, I did get I did get teased a little bit this fall. Is uh, last summer I was out and the perfect photo of cows popped up. So I stopped and I'm on the edge of the road and I took the photo and it turned out really really good. So I submitted it into the um, local calendar contest that the MD puts on and it got in. And he's he seen it when he picked up his calendar and he recognized his cows. <laughs> and he says, where's my commission? And I said, I <laughs> took that from the road. You don't get one. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just teasing you anyway. <laughs> where's That's my fair. commission? I said, but I'll give you a print of your cows if you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh... I guess I guess probably the only the only face to face run and I've had like that was uh was one night I was uh it was actually before I had sold my uh my D seven thousand, which I guess would have been pre twenty sixteen, but uh I was out with a a friend who's also a photographer and it must have been Oh geez, probably two two thirty three o'clock in the morning, and we were uh, we were in a farmer's field, uh, you know, having this barn as a backdrop for some uh, for some astrophotography. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this farmer must have saw lights in this field, and you know thought somebody was breaking into his barn or something. But no, it was just uh, just two crazy guys with cameras and in the middle of the night and. It was it was probably like February or March, so it was uh, it was real cold out too. But uh, yeah, hey, the uh, the things you do to get the shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that too, but I try try ask ahead of time if I can go, or I'll just go out on our own land. Yeah. You know. No, that's uh, definitely the probably the smarter idea. The. The one bonus to being the farmer and you're sitting in the combine all fall is you see all these little spots. Huh, I can go in here. <laughs> yeah, oh, look at the view from this hill. This is pretty cool. <laughs> do a, a little uh, advanced scouting. Yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything uh... to make the time pass, I guess. Uh, usually it, well, at times it feels like it takes forever, but it usually goes by pretty, if everything goes good, it goes by fast. If everything goes bad, it goes by real slow. <laughs> yeah, but I betcha. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So, that's about all I have for tonight. How about you? Yeah, I don't think I uh, I really have anything more to add. All right. Well, I guess I guess it's time to clock out for the week and everybody stay positive and embrace the green. See you next time. You know, it seems like bad things are always happening to me. Like I have bad luck or something. <laughs> Son, you don't have bad luck. The reason that bad things happen to you is because you're a dumbass.